think back to your first day on a new job and how uncomfortable it already is in the first place. And then imagine walking into this situation. I was going back to the archives and it was our earliest shows. Actually, it was our third show we ever did in Tampa back in 2011. And I really wanted to challenge everybody listening that no one's had a more awkward run in with a coworker more than this. Today on the show, you'll hear it. See if you agree. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. What up? Welcome to the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Very happy to have you here. We are a podcast that's based in three principles. Live, laugh, love your mom. That means we live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot. And we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. On this 24th of August. Hi, Mom. Hi, honey. How do you feel about giving up your seat on a plane to make somebody else more comfortable? Hmm, Are you a fan of this? Is that like the the right moral thing to do, even if it puts you at a disservice or a disadvantage? I had a, a woman, you know, I'm very particular that I like to have the aisle seat. Like it is almost pertinent to my travel experience to make sure I have an aisle seat, right? The last time I was fighting with Delta for an hour and a half to try to get the aisle seat, right? Mm -hmm. So on my flight to out to Baltimore, I, you know, I got my, got my aisle seat. I was good to go. And I had this kid who was probably, Oh God, I don't know. I'm so bad with, he could have been three or 26. I don't, I'm so bad at kids ages. Um, (laughs) Let's just say he's 10. Okay. Okay. And so I, he, he sits down next to me and then his mom comes and he's like, she's like, Hey, uh, this is my son. We really wanted to sit together. Do you mind if we trade seats? And I didn't, I immediately just said, sure. Okay. No problem. Right. Because mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. just seems like the, the right human thing to do. Uh huh. Now, of course, you know, she's, she's coming from behind me. So mm-hmm. I don't really know where she is. And I'm probably midway up in the plane. Okay. And so I, I automatically said, sure, no problem. Y'all, she was literally center seat, back row. Oh. But like I had all, like, like the absolute, probably the worst seat in the whole entire plane, right? Can we agree oh, it's probably the worst no. one? Like you're, you're in between two people. Mm-hmm. And – you're not even on the aisle. You're on the aisle. You're not the window. Like you're literally in the middle, which is like the worst, like the absolute worst mm. seat. Yes. So, you know, I agreed to this and then I was, I was thinking like, what, how do we feel about this all the way around? Like, I don't, I don't know. Even to today, I'm not quite sure how I feel about that because I obviously wanted to, I like if I was a nine year old kid, 10 year old kid, like I'm sure I would want my parent to sit with me, uh-huh. but I mean, is, is it rude to ask for that? Especially like if you're in the back row, like absolutely the very back of the plane. Mm. Like, what, what are your thoughts on that, mom? Like what's mm. the what's what's the the cultural <laughs> right thing to do in this? Like who who was in the wrong? I felt like I got screwed. <laughs> like at the end of the day, I felt like I was the one that got screwed in this whole thing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm glad they did it because I'm a nice gentleman. Um, yeah. By gladly, I mean externally glad. Yeah. Internally very upset. Yes. What's What's the right thing to do here? Mm-hmm. Like, should she have asked me to do that, or should she have asked? You know, given the my other thought was like, why didn't she have the guy next to her in the back row move right. on? Like right. that would have been the way better move to make here, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, 
Well, I think you did the right thing. I think I, I know I would have done the same thing. It'd be like if, um, if I was like I think, sitting in first class and she's like, oh, um, would you switch with me? And then all yeah. of a sudden, you know, it's yeah. like, what? That's like, that's, that's too much. Yeah. It was a lot. That's, that's not a I fair trade. That, I think she should have been nice enough. Maybe she did ask the people around her. Um, that's true. You know, and none of them would for whatever reason. Yeah. I think there could be, I, I think if you're going to trade seats, I think here's my, my philosophy on this. Is if you're going to trade seats on an airplane, you need to offer something better <laughs> right. than what is already being sat in. Right. If we're going to agree that aisle seat is premium, mm-hmm. then we have to say, all right, there's no way we should ask someone to downgrade, sit in mm-hmm. a very back row. Right. You know? I think she should have told you. Like, excuse me, you know, I have a really bad seat, but I'm wondering if it's possible that you might consider trading with me so I can sit by my son. I, know, I, think, I mean, you would have done I the probably, same thing. I still would have said yes. You yeah, know? <laughs> I know. I, know. <laughs> I don't know. She, or should she have just like, her son was fine. Like he was completely fine. It wasn't like he's like crying or anything. Like she just mm-hmm. let your son sit by himself. Like mm-hmm. it's only an hour and a half flight. It's not super mm-hmm. crazy. I yeah. just, I don't know. I don't know the, the, um, social norm or the, um, what's the right thing to do here? Yeah. I think you did right. the, I think you did the right thing. I'm not so sure it was so kind of her. <laughs> Back row. <laughs> probably wasn't even her son. She's probably just trying In to get out of that middle. damn seat. <laughs> yeah. That kid's going, who are you? Yeah, exactly. That's not my mom. Yeah. Right. <laughs> screwed then situation. what would you have done? Oh None. my God. <laughs> Wouldn't have been good. That's for sure. Uh, on, on Wednesdays, we do mom tent. This is our weekly dose of my mom's favorite thing from the internet, which now here's where she steps in. Well, I don't know. It's my favorite thing. She's going to kill the bit. <laughs> She's going to kill the bit right here. Just wait for it. Here it goes. <laughs> Uh-uh. My I'm not saying thing. anything anymore. I love it. I love mom tent. I love it. Mm-hmm. But I do get some direction, but I'm grateful yeah. for it. I'm grateful for it. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the stick here is supposed to be, it's based on a true story, mm-hmm. that my mom, when we first started this radio show, this podcast, she wanted to uh, provide content. And I was like, all you got to do is talk about your life. That's it. And then she would just send me articles all day. And I was like, all day, every day. I'm like, okay, I'll tell you what. Just one day a week, find your favorite thing, and we can just talk about that. Now, the truth is, and this is the last time I'll explain this in reality, because it's just so much easier to digest <laughs> the, the, the shtick that we've made about it. <laughs> the truth is, she sends me a lot of stuff about Jesus. <laughs> or I send you G- a lot of psychological stuff, or sometimes I send you help things. Yeah, sometimes, but it's never things we can like talk about. It's like here's five fruits that you can eat for your health, and I'm like, okay, what are we going to say about that? <laughs> oh, I like bananas. <laughs> I don't think she thinks through the whole oh, whole like conversation apples. piece. <laughs> well, that's like, well, not my job. I don't know how yeah. to do all that. Five pieces of clothing to help you breathe easier in the summer. It's like, oh, okay. It's like um, Red Book. Is that what that was called? Reader's Digest? What's it? Is Red Book a thing or make that up? 
<laughs> no, uh, I read that. Okay. <laughs> My yeah, phone. I know. I know you do. <laughs> uh, so this is what, this is the piece of content. I think that's an old people thing though. Does what? anybody under the age of 50 read Dieter, Reader's Digest? Oh, of course not. No. I get oh. it on my phone. What even is Reader's Digest? It, but it's like for old people, <laughs> it's just right? A, it's just a compilation of different articles about different things. Um, it's usually, and it's usually summarized. Yeah. You know? okay. So it's like reading cliff notes of Well, we're probably never going to have an article from Reader's Digest. But we might. <laughs> we might. I don't know. I'm not allowed to slide. I don't think so. I don't think, I don't think you'll go for it. So this is the most appropriate piece of content for this podcast that my mom saw on the internet this week. And we call it Mom Tent. <laughs> and actually, this is this is super – I've thought about this for a while. I thought about this concept of, you know, we're – well, you can explain, Mom, and I'll, I'll get into it in a second. Explain what? I'll explain why I think this is such an important thing to talk about. Well, then why do you want me to explain Well, because just, just set the bit up. Just tell them what it's about. Oh, oh, for today. Yeah, I thought you yeah, meant yeah. in general. No, oh. no, 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 no. <laughs> okay. I don't want right. to bury the lead. You guys excited up first. I'll explain why I think it's important. It's really not going well today. It's one of our worst episodes. <laughs> uh, maybe it's because it's too early in the day. We're yeah, we're recording a little early today. Okay. Um, this is an article about the five work love languages explained yeah so now, uh, now i'll mm -hmm. step in here okay okay i think this is important because you never um like i'm a big proponent of the, of the love languages i feel like i could have possibly i don't want to say my, my marriage would have been a lot smoother i feel like if we would have understood each other's love languages uh -huh. i didn't understand that the concept of the five love languages until it was too late but you got to keep in mind, like your work relationships mm -hmm. really operate the exact same way. But I feel like we don't really talk about how to use those same concepts in the workplace, you know? Mm -hmm. So, but, but it is important because we spend more time sometimes at work than we do with our families. It's true. It's true. Know? So yep. it is, it is important to understand. So, yep. yeah. So here's a breakdown. Um, it's, it seems that, uh, there are one, two, three, four, five of these as well. Mm -hmm. And the first one is words of affirmation. Well, just, just to clarify, it's the same, it's going to be the same five love languages. But they're, they're, but, but how you use difference. them. Um, and well, I want you to think about two different ways. I want you to think about how, how these, like, does these, do these love languages at work? also work with your relationship love language like is it the same my, my assumption is it's going to be the same and then uh on the other side um think about like your boss or maybe somebody you work with closely and mm -hmm. maybe think about what their loveling their work love language is mm -hmm. and how maybe that could conflict with the you know especially maybe if you go head to head with somebody a lot like mm -hmm. why you guys aren't connecting this could be the answer okay mm -hmm. so words okay. of affirmation Yes. So this person wants to hear specifics when it comes to praise or criticism rather than vague statements like, great job. Mm -hmm. um, and she points out that managers should remember that praise can come in many forms from a short slack to part of a team meeting. Yeah. So, yep. yeah, I think that's really good. I used to... um. Always shout out to people in staff meetings, you know? Sure. 
Well, let's uh, let's just go through all five first, and then okay. we'll come back and we'll figure out like which ones we are. Okay. Okay. Um, tangible gifts and perks. Mm-hmm. This okay. is your work love language. You enjoy a free breakfast in the office or a bottle of bubbly on your desk after a project that's been well done. These little things go a long way in making these employees feel appreciated. Yeah. Okay. Quality time. Working from home during the pandemic may have been hardest for this work club language since they're all about that face-to-face interaction. And these types actually like meetings, feeling tuned into what's happening in the workplace and one-on-one chats with the boss. Mm -hmm. That would have been me. I don't know if I would have worked well. Of course, what I did, I couldn't have, but I don't know if I would have done well remotely. Yeah. Um, Acts of service. Actions speak louder than words for this group who really appreciate it when the boss makes moves to create an environment where they can do their best work. That can be letting you work from home more often, dropping unnecessary meetings, or taking work off your plate when you've got too much. That's good. And then the last one is money, the almighty dollar. This one may be the easiest to understand. It's the money that drives them. Those with this work love language won't be happy when they're being underpaid and they're motivated by a salary bump or a bonus. Okay. So there you go. There's your five. Which one sounds the most like you? Mom? Because mm. obviously it's a little bit different. So we're, what we're <laughs> missing in, in the... The regular love language, I guess we said gifts, we said words of affirmation, quality time, acts of service. Oh, and touch, but obviously we're not going to use touch. Uh, please <laughs> no. don't touch your coworkers. Um, <laughs> which I, that, we, we've talked about that. I always find it so weird when like you're in public and you start hugging coworkers, but like you would never mm-hmm. hug in the office. But if for some reason you're like a work function, you know, like outside mm-hmm. the office, everyone starts hugging. I'm like, why are we, why are we hugging? Like, well, there's no reason to hug. Mm-hmm. Uh, so money, so <laughs> instead of touch, um, as a touch, money would be the fifth. So, Ma, which one do you think you are? I think I'm probably more the um, quality time. Even and though, why? no, no, that's not what I am because I wouldn't <laughs> have enjoyed working from home. I really like face to face contact. Well, I think that's um, what it says. I know. I know. They say, oh, these types actually like meetings. Yeah, that's me. You would like quality time, man. No, mm-hmm. not me. yeah. What, I would love what that. are you? What is your? What is your romantic love language? Acts of service. Yeah. So, a little different. It's different between the two. Then it's mm-hmm. funny you wouldn't you wouldn't say it's the same thing. I'm trying to think between. I mean, I think words of affirmation are really important to me because I do like. Like I don't really care about tangible gifts. I don't care. Like if I don't. That doesn't. I don't like. I don't care about gifts and relationships. I don't care about gifts at work. It doesn't really mean mm-hmm. anything to me. You know, like don't, don't give me a pizza party. I could, I could give two shits. Um, <laughs> Please don't give you a pizza I don't party. Want that. Quality time. Absolutely not. I prefer never to see you ever. So Aww. that's not going to be, I hate like, Oh, I hate meetings. Oh my God. Like, no, nothing worse. I've actually, I actually moved my car because I used to park in the back of the building, but my boss, Tom is like the king of, um, meetings. He, well, the, the, the he, king of like, hey, you got a minute? Oh yeah. And it's never a minute. It's an hour. 
It's like I'm trying to walk out. It's noon, you know, and uh-huh. all of a sudden he's like, "Hey, you got a minute?" I'm like, "Fuck!" Like, mm-hmm. um, so I've now moved my car to the front of the <laughs> building so I can literally walk out of the building without seeing anybody. So obviously, I'm not quality time. Acts of service, um, maybe, but I don't think so. I think I think mine is money, and I think it's words of affirmation. I think it has mm-hmm. to be, but I want praise and I want to get paid. You know, mm-hmm. like it's really where I feel appreciated the most. I didn't used to think I was money motivated. Then I um, got offered less money to do the same, this job. And then I realized I really <laughs> don't want to do that. But so, it does make a difference. Yeah. There's some people, you know, they're like, I'll do radio. I'll, I'll, I'll do it for free. I love it so much. I'm like, no, mm-hmm. no, 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 not this guy. <laughs> that is not how I feel. That is not how I feel. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I would, you know, I enjoy it, but for free, but yeah. see, so my, you know, my actual love, like my romantic love language is words of affirmation and it's, um, quality time. Mm-hmm. So that is kind of funny how it's a, I, I don't want quality time at work, but I want it in a relationship, you know? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I don't know. What do Go you think the, about uh, Jess? Which one do you think would motivate her? She's not really words of affirmation. Um, I don't think she's gifts. I know her love language is quality time. Yeah. Um, she's not wildly money motivated. It probably would be quality time too, I guess. Mm-hmm. I guess like, hmm. Yeah, she likes face-to-face interaction. Yeah. She likes being with people. I don't, I'm not sure. I'm not sure mm-hmm. which one she would be. I don't think mm-hmm. she's acts of service. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I'm not, I'm pressure probably figure that out. <laughs> mm-hmm. To be honest, yeah, that's the whole point of this, so, right? Yeah. Whoops. <laughs> All right. There's your mom tent for the week. My mom's favorite content from the internet. <laughs> See how much easier is we just say that mom? Just so much easier yeah. just to like yeah, adjust true. it. I get it. It's not, it's not that serious. It's not a serious. A thousand either. episodes. I'll have it. <laughs> We're getting there. <laughs> We're getting there. Uh, thank you for all the text messages, by the way. It was so funny. I didn't realize that the Bozo the Clown show was going to strike such a chord with you guys. I <laughs> um, uh, Yesterday on the podcast, I was talking about how I went to Chicago and I they have an exhibit for the Bozo the Clown show. Mom, does that, does that show ring a bell to you? Do you remember it now? Yeah. Okay. I wasn't sure if, if you could remember. Did yeah. you watch it as a kid? Because I mean, it was... Let me see when uh, Bozo the Clown first came on. I don't think I watched it as a kid, but I know your dad did. Bozo the Clown come out. That'll work. Uh, 1949. <laughs> mm-hmm. And what year were you born? 1952. Oh, yeah. But we really didn't. I didn't watch a lot of TV. My, I mean, my dad watched sports and my parents watched the news. But outside of that, we really didn't. I didn't watch TV. Was ended, so it was on for a long time. It was on from 1949. Um, obviously, it's been through a lot of different changes, but and then mm-hmm. it went off in, in 2001. So it was on for you know over 50 years. 50 years, yeah. God, that's a long time, man. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so I I didn't I, I I don't know. I just feel like Bozo the Clown is not doesn't get the same nostalgia recognition as other things in our childhood, you know, mm-hmm. like for example, if I were to say Mickey Mouse 
you know, no. definitely not not Mickey Mouse mm-hmm. uh, or any of that. You know, Winnie the Pooh, Barney, Barney. You know, like mm-hmm. I still think like these were all way more culturally relevant. So I was afraid that when I mentioned Bozo the Clown, nobody was going to understand what I was talking about because it's not even like we. <sighs> We don't really even like reference Bozo anymore, which is kind of sad. And I don't know if Bozo ever won any real awards, you know? I mean, I doubt it. <laughs> That's another thing about it, though. I, I doubt it, you, you know? know? I if doubt he'd really it. been acclaimed by the media, then probably we would have remembered him more. Maybe. I don't remember it being, um, being very, uh, very solid of content. <laughs> I mean, even I like Mr. Rogers, content? you know? Well, yeah, exactly. How long was Mr. Rogers on? You know, oh, uh, Mr. Rogers, let's figure that out. Mr. Rogers gets tons of love, you know, Mr. Rogers yeah. neighborhood. Let me see that aired from I'm Googling um, uh, that, that, that went on from 68 to 2001. So like mm. Bozo's gosh, Bozo got was 20 years on 20 years on. That's what I'm saying. Like it just doesn't get, mm-hmm. I mean, let's look at Sesame street. That may be another good mm-hmm. example. Sesame Street. It could be. It could be this too. How many people had TVs early on? Well, that's true. You know, Sesame Street um, first aired in 1969 as well. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't think. I don't think Bozo gets the the recognition that he he does deserve. Yeah. Um. So I didn't know if anyone was even going to remember it because I can't even think that it, it was like I've not thought about the Bozo show probably since the last time I watched the episode of it. You know, when mm-hmm. I was twelve or whatever. So uh, I was happy to see it. So many texts came in yesterday talking about how much they remember the Bozo show. <laughs> you guys were sending in your memories uh, talking about uh, Kelly was talking about how she was. Um, was it Kelly? No, it was Brittany. Brittany was talking about how she grew up in Chicago and she always wanted to go beyond the show. And they had Girl Scout troops on. They got to go, but she never, but her troop never went. I'm like, that's so sad. Oh, so, to be Brittany, right there. A little bit of nostalgia. That I could spark yesterday. I hope that uh, mm-hmm. made your day. That made you smile. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll get to our quote for today with my mom. Now we just every day we do a daily quote, something to think about. So what do we got today, mom? It's from Rumi. The universe is not outside of you. Look inside yourself. Everything that you want, you already are. A deep. Hmm. Well, it's Rumi, who is so wonderful. Awesome. Um, but yes, it's there. Yeah, you know, for me, I believe it's that divine spark within all of us that that makes us our best selves. Um, but how we get in touch with that is really important because it is inside each one of us. Mm-hmm. God, this is so deep. And I just got up from a nap, so mm-hmm. um <laughs> well, yeah. let me see if let me see if I can dig down deep. Hang on. Let me brush off but the cobwebs. I know you really understand quick. that. I mean, I do or I don't. Um I am I'm really starting to get confused on what this universe is about. I think as I'm getting older, it's like getting deeper. And mm what we're doing here in the first place. And so like when you say like everything that you need is inside of you, well then like Mm -hmm. what the hell are we doing? Mm -hmm. Well, we're not looking inward. We're spending all of our time outside of ourselves. So then what does that mean then? How does that that relate to that to me? Relate that to my life. 
well, we're looking at the world and what it presents to us and what it brings to us, fame, fortune, you know, notoriety, mm-hmm, a good mm-hmm. job, a nice home, all of those things out there, mm-hmm. external things that don't really make us who we are. Right. But the things that make us who we are are inside of us. Mm-hmm. And if we can get in touch with that part of ourself, which, as I said earlier, I believe is the divine, however, your higher power, whatever you would call um, that in your own spiritual journey. But when we get in touch with that and understand who we are really created to be, mm-hmm. then all the externals don't matter. Mm-hmm. We can go our way as our true self, and life unfolds in a very different way. Hmm. That's pretty damn deep. Mm-hmm. I didn't mm-hmm. learn that until I was like in my 30s. Well, I mean, my, I'm my well, early thirties. <laughs> when will I learn that? I'm damn forty. Um, <laughs> I'm a little behind. I'm a little behind over here. Um, that's all right. That's deep. That's good. I like it. I got nothing else to say about it. I can't. I can't compete with that. Um, okay. All right. So we um, will remind you, Cozy Earth on the podcast. Happy to have them here. We have about a week left with them on the podcast unless they renew. And so that means we're really, this is not like a, I'm not trying to like sales tactic you down to, to go get these things. But uh, in reality, I don't know how much longer we're going to have this discount code. Now, Cozier Sheets are the world's softest sheets. And that is no BS. I would not push these sheets on you if I did not think they were the absolute softest thing you would ever sleep on. I mean, better than any hotel I've ever slept at, than any any sheets, even like the expensive sheets I bought before, you know, still not as comfortable as these sheets. They are like a cloud. They are, I, I say they're buttery soft because I can't think of anything else to say about them. I mean, it just, just kind of seems to be the best way to describe these things now um they're oprah's favorite things they're made from bamboo and they're way more breathable than cotton uh you just you really i i wish this is here's here's our limitations as a podcast family is obviously i can't like just say hey feel this right like i wish you could though because my mom would tell you the same thing they're just so friggin' soft now um what they're going to give you though is a hundred night sleep guarantee. if you don't think that these sheets are the softest sheets you've ever slept on please send them back because I don't, I mean, like as much as I'm hyping these up, if you don't get as hyped up about these things, then I really want you to send them back. I really just don't want to, um, I don't want you to feel uh, cheated in my description of these things, of being like the world's softest sheets. Every single night, I look forward to getting in these sheets. Uh, also, um, right now, so this is what I'm talking about. This 40% off discount may only last till next Friday. And... And I don't even know that we're going to have episodes next Friday. So um, with that said, I hope that what you'll do is you'll take advantage of this 40% off. So um, go look at the sheets. Go pick out your favorite sheets that fit your bed. Take 40% off, and then you're going to see a number, and it's going to be higher than what you're going to see at Target. But what you got to remember is they come with a 10-year warranty as well. So you'll have the world's softest sheets for 10 years. Divide that number by 10 just in your head. So then you'll realize every year for the next 10 years, that's how much I'll be paying or investing right now to sleep on the world's softest sheets. You you won't be able to find a better deal. You won't be replacing these sheets in two years when they're stretched out or crappy or whatever, right? They will cover these sheets for 10 years. You'll be a big fan. They're called Cozy Earth. Cozy Earth Sheets at CozyEarth.com. Your promo code that's good till at least the end of the month is Kramer40, K-R-A-M-E-R-4-0. 
Kramer40 to go get your uh, your sheets from Athletic. I mean, from not from, Athletic, from Cozy Athletic Earth. Greens. Obviously, you know who our next sponsor is Athletic Greens. <laughs> Speaking of, I was one uh, one sentence ahead of myself here. <laughs> Athletic Greens is a sponsor of our podcast, and they are a scoop of powder that you take on a daily basis, first thing in the morning, and you will get literally everything that your body needs in one scoop. You mix it with water, you drink it down, and then you're you're good to go. I've been on it now for about two months, and I can tell you that my digestion is way different than it was two months ago. Uh, everything's just moving smooth. You know what I mean, mom? Uh, it's just a much, I do much smoother process. Mm-hmm. Wink, wink, mm-hmm. nudge, nudge. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> what I want you to do is, uh, is, is to try this out for a month. Cause I usually after the, the month, you'll, you'll be able to tell a difference probably within a week, but like if you're dealing with things like, um, your immune system, if you're, always, if you're always getting sick, if you're, if your nervous system is off, you feel like you're always anxious, uh, maybe your gut health, it could be your energy, your recovery, your focus and aging, all the things, what you do by taking 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens all in just one scoop. That's it. You get 75 of these things. So try it out for yourself. See the benefits that come from it. Uh, your subscription also comes with a year supply of vitamin D, which is important to add in the winter months. So you don't get, uh, it's in, when we don't get as much sunlight and it's less than $3 a day. So if you're like, well, I don't know, can I afford 75 different um, vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens? Well, I mean, it's less than your cup of coffee. So mm-hmm. probably, I bet, for most of us, we can we can make it work. Mm-hmm. Make time. You know, you'll make, you'll make room for it if it's a priority, right? To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free year supply of that immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash Kramer, athleticgreens.com slash Kramer. I'd love for you to try it out and tell me how your how you do after your first order. Uh, again, it's athleticgreens.com slash Kramer to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right, certified fans, let's say hi to you. Thank you so much for supporting our show every day. We take time to thank those that uh, are helpful to us. Mom, you want to explain what certified fans are? Absolutely. They're the wonderful people who contribute $6 a month to keep this show going. They become fans on our certified fan page. They get a shout out on that page and a show. They get discounts on merch and they get mama text and they get the first the first news, anything exciting that's going on, you'll be the first to know about it. And just know too that you're like supporting the podcast. Um, mm-hmm. Most of the funding for this podcast comes from certified fans. So uh, what we do is we take time to thank our certified fans every single show. And no matter what, every, every episode gets um, gets dedicated to one. If you're brand new, you're definitely going to be the certified fan of the day. If not, like today, no new certified fans, which is fine. We've actually already hit our quarter for this month, so – I mean, don't get me wrong. We can always use more, but uh, I'm not as uh, I'm not as stressed out as before. Three five three, three five three is our certified fan of the day. Uh, so today we're gonna thank Michelle M. Michelle M. Oh, from sorry. San Diego is our certified fan of the day. Hello, Michelle. Um, we are very thankful for Michelle M. She's been a certified fan now. Actually, I don't know what, what day you joined, Michelle, um, but you are certified fan number three five. 
three all the way mm-hmm. from San Diego. And we hope you're having the best day ever. So for our uh, uh, certified fan number 353, Michelle M, this episode is dedicated to you. Here's your bonus whoop whoop. Whoop whoop to Michelle M. That one felt kind of wimpy. for you. Hmm? That felt kind of wimpy. It did? Okay. A little bit. I'll do it again. <laughs> you didn't have your heart in it. There you go. That one. <laughs> to Michelle M. There we go. That one felt like you meant it. Yeah. Um, if you want to join us, text the word fans, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8. Also, don't forget, if you don't already receive our free mama text, text the word um, hello to 833-MAMA-TEXT. Every, day mom, or every Monday, my mom sends out motivational text. If you don't get those yet, make sure you get them for free. 833-MAMA-TEXT. Text the word hello. All right, Mom, that's going to do it for today's episode. I love you. Okay, honey. Love you forever. A moment in Kramer history. That's all I got for me today. I, uh, <laughs> this is a moment in Kramer history. This is where we look at our radio, my back of my radio career, and just kind of laugh about some of the ridiculous stuff we used to talk about. Uh, and this is from 2011. This is actually the third day we were ever on the air in Tampa. So it was already kind of a messy situation. You'll hear a couple of errors in this in the first place. Uh, but I want to go back to the early days and listen to <laughs> how we kind of got adjusted. And I forgot all about this story. I wanted to kind of compete then, turn this into a little competition of who uh, who honestly uh, had a more awkward run-in with a coworker more so than this. Let's go back. This week, uh, actually, it was earlier this month. It would have been like, the, I think the third, we, th- we started August 1st. This is like the third day of August. Back in 2011, listen, it is our first week. Yeah. And, you know, being brand new to this area, we're just trying to be as low key as possible. Trying to just kind of stay off the radar. Yeah, and we don't want to make waves yet. So, uh, where is Miguel? I got to get Miguel in here for this story because if not, it's not going to make any sense because it's actually his fault that this happened. Hold on. This morning, I, um, it was early, early, early in the show, and I decided that I better go use the bathroom. I mean, I'm talking, you know, number two, if you will. Okay. So, I talked to Miguel. Miguel goes, listen, there's just one single bathroom by itself. And if you go use that bathroom, it's like a family-style bathroom. Male, female, doesn't matter. But you're the only person in there. Yes. And I said, okay, cool. I go down there, go in the bathroom, and it won't lock. Oh. So I'm saying, yeah, this ain't going to work. I come back in here, and I'm telling Miguel, this, this door, the lock's broken. He goes, no, 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 no. No, you just you just gotta push it hard. It is. You have to jiggle the lock a little bit, and then you press it in, and you have to make sure you hear it go. It's one of those press ones, right? Yeah. So I mean, if, eventually, I got it to the point where I could jiggle it, okay, <laughs> just a little bit, and press it in. Well, okay, so then I'm you know sitting down and taking care of what there is to take care of in there mm. by yourself. All of a sudden, door swings open. <laughs> door swings open. I'm oh, sitting here. With my pants down, my underwear are down, <laughs> and I'm sure like I'm looking like a deer in the headlights. And I feel bad for him too because I mean he was the one that had to walk into and that. And who is this? I have no idea. Okay. Would you know what station? I think I mean he has to be a DJ because he's here early and yeah. he's wearing a Hawaiian shirt. So only people okay. that wear <laughs> you know that's a DJ. Only people that wear Hawaiian shirts are DJs. Our well, white old men who yeah. work in radio. Yeah, I think he may have been the country guy. Oh, yeah. maybe Dave from WQYK, I, I believe. Don't know. Oh, I don't know. I don't, I just don't want to leave the studio now. You shouldn't. I, I'm willing to bet you right now, there's nobody that can beat that awkward coworker story. Not right now. Certainly not. You're new. Right. You, you okay. Gotta take care of business. I, what could be more awkward than that? 
I cannot think of any. You know what? I'll put raise tickets on the line yeah. right now. If okay. you can call me and say, you know what? Honestly, I've got a more embarrassing story than my coworker walking in on me using the bathroom. Number two. Number two. That's awful. Seven two seven five seven seven nine eight seven zero. Seven two seven five seven seven nine eight seven zero. I think the only thing that could be worse is if one of your coworkers saw one of your body parts mm. in a non-body part kind of place. Like if you see a body part in the bathroom, like it's expected. You know, right. like if right. you walk in right. and you see someone's private areas. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to have your private areas exposed. In the bathroom. In the bathroom. Right. right? So that's that's bad enough. But imagine if you saw, or one of your coworkers saw you in your private parts. Where would they see you with your private parts? I don't parts? know. This is what I'm confused about. Is I just don't, I don't know how it could get any worse than that. Yeah, I don't know. So I challenge you. I remember that one person saw your panties that time walking up the stairs. Oh, gosh. I forgot about that. And that was bad enough. It was because I was uh, at the place where we used to work was a two-story building and right. the radio stations were all on the uh, upstairs level. So I'm walking upstairs and, <laughs> and I'm going up and this guy behind me was like, oh, Pink today, I see. And no, I was like, that's bad. I was that's like, bad. How but dare you? There were no genitals exposed. No, so that's thankfully. Really... Carrie, I challenge you right now to tell me you've had a more awkward experience than a coworker walking in on you in the bathroom. Oh, Carrie, put Carrie. Oh, what is going on? What do we do? Okay, Carrie, I'm sorry. Carrie, talk to me. Okay. I just started a new job at a cardiologist's office, yeah. and I had to go to another office. Okay. And I was in a really big hurry, so I ran into the bathroom, peed, came out ran past my CEO and my human resources. There were like three people in the back. Ran to the car, drove over to the uh, hospital really fast, get out of my car, I valeted because I had to see a patient real quick. Get out of the car, run in the front door of the medical center, and some lady says, excuse me, excuse me, my my dress. I tucked it in the back of my (laughs) pantyhose with the toilet paper sticking out. (sighs) And oh. a thong on. Oh, <laughs> that's terrible. Oh, that's that's worse. Awful, I would say that's man. worse than worse? Kramer. Yeah. I was going to say, because you got a few things going on there. Yes. Mm-hmm. you got the exposure. You know, they didn't actually see anything, but I mean, with but a thong, still, it's okay, close Okay, let me tell you why it's worse. First of all, she's got the CEO, uh, the yeah. general, all these people. Then she went to a whole that's other true. building. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I credit you yes. for that. Yes. Hang tight, Carrie. I'll give you tickets to the Rays. Uh, Family Fun Day's coming up on Sunday, by the way, so you can uh, check that out. Uh, when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Tested negative for COVID, by the way. So that's cool. Feel good about that. Feel happy about that. Um, I'm. This would have been like day, let's see, I went there Thursday. So like if I get through tomorrow, I feel like I'm good. I just feel a little, ugh. 
Ugh. Ugh. You know what I mean? Ugh. Can't really put it in words, but it's more of a. Ugh. I'm also extremely tired. Um, you ever feel like too when you're trying to get the most sleep? When you need the most sleep, when you're sleeping the least. It's like the worst um, torture of the universe. I just need more sleep right now. Why am I waking up in the middle of the night? <laughs> All right. Thank you for another awesome episode of the show. Appreciate you being here. Tomorrow we'll come back with brand new Ask My Mom. Until then, love you. Goodbye. Hey, Kramer and Mama Nancy. This is Lisa from Goodyear. I'm calling about today's Ask My Mom. So I, too, have had uh, a husband. <laughs> um, my husband, um, when we before we got married... Um, had quite the crazy bachelor party um, and he didn't do crazy crazy like infidelity or anything but um, one of his friends was arrested and it was a big mess um, I never once thought to myself oh my gosh this wedding is off um, those are you know those are just trials and tribulations of which are, are to come and things that you have to work out together as a couple um, obviously, you know, the whole spending thing and he's broke now and might not be able to pay his rent. Those are maybe like real life marriage tester problems that would probably, you know, how they work these out. We're going to show how they can, can work out problems further in their marriage. And also just one other side thought, you know, if she's so quick to, hey, maybe I don't want to marry this guy or this is a deal breaker. Maybe there's something else going on inside and this might be an excuse for her. Um, I don't think that it's, you know, call off the wedding egregious. So, yeah, those are my thoughts. Love you forever. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.